Cool. Hi. Hello. There's the awkward intro again. Back again. Back again. Yeah. Um, so this week we're going diving into an interesting topic. This is one we spoke about a couple of weeks ago and said, and I, we actually dived. I think we were talking about it, and then you were like, "No, no, no, yeah. stop!" I think this is a full episode. Um, it's definitely. Yeah, and that is the topic of mum guilt, which I have to. Oh, dad guilt. I was going to say I have to kind of like pull myself out of this a little bit on the mum guilt, but we'll say mum or dad guilt because then I can actually yeah. and I can actually contribute. <laughs> yeah, because it's like it is both. It's just it's a it's a very that's the saying, isn't it? Mum guilt. It is mum guilt because, and I think it's just because um, <laughs> because women do way more than men in general. I think let's not let's kind of like I grew up in a very feminine world being in form and arts i have no <laughs> disillusion as to the level in which like my wife will go you work very hard i'm like i see what you deal with every single day don't even tell me that yeah. i work hard <laughs> no it's because i think it's because originally not originally but way back when or whatever i don't want to try and be politically correct yeah so don't worry about this is so i think the thing with this we say is this is not political please yeah. don't put any comments in the chat going no 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 because you'll i mean it's not right. I just what all I meant what all I mean by mum guilt is, re, like it was men who went out to work mm. and then started to go out to work more, and then came the mum guilt because you're not yes. a mum at home with your children and you feel guilty because you haven't you're not doing what you should be doing, which is being a stay-at-home mum. Yeah, that's where mum guilt comes from. But now it's mum and dad guilt, so <laughs> it's a lot more even, which is great. But you're but in that, so this is an interesting topic because it's a topic that as somebody who speaks with a lot of business owners, like entrepreneurial one man band, people who are very, who are successful, but usually very busy. Um, this comes up all the time, this mum guilt thing with, with many of the, of my female clients. Um, it's very interesting. And I know me and you've spoken about it and I, and, and it was something that was completely new to me. Like I was like, Whoa, this, I didn't know that you felt this way um, about yeah, you yeah. and others, you know? I've always, it's like the, the Money Maker Mothers podcast was really born from, from the mum guilt, like from yeah. the, I feel guilty that I'm trying to spin all these plates. And, you know, this this was way back. This was, what was the hell? The Money Maker Mothers podcast was like 2019, 20, I think 20, yeah. 2020. No, it wasn't because. We didn't work, I, it was we, during COVID and COVID was in 2020. No. Yes, COVID happened in 2000. 2020. Well, now you're aging yourself because now people are going to make you older than you are. But like you, I can tell you right now, COVID, this is not a Carla thing where Carla's going to readjust the, 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 the when COVID happened. COVID happened in March 2020. Did I start, start working with you in March? Yeah. I mean, during COVID? Yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't consulting in, until before COVID. All right, okay. Well, I'll let you off. So it was yeah. just COVID. In September 2020, yeah, and um, so it was way it was way before I started the business anyway. Yeah, and it I was. felt loads of guilt because I was obviously still working. And the reason the Money Maker Mother Mothers podcast was started was because I thought there must be more women out there who feel this way, who are like constantly in this battle between I want to be successful and I want to provide for my family and I want to achieve my dreams, but at the same time. I am meant to be at home being a mum. I'm not spending as much time as I was like everybody else's. And the response I got from that was unbelievable. Like when I did a year's worth of um, interviews, and when it ended, like I, to now I still get messages and it finished. 
over a year ago no yeah it did. it's finished it's, it's got to be about at least at least nine months ago yeah yeah um and that was the and i still get messages now saying oh you're gonna do you're gonna do more episodes like, i really enjoyed it because i felt like you could relate to it and it was just hard to find people on that there's not many people who are willing to talk about it it do you know what it was it if I'm being completely honest, it was that I felt it was repetitive for okay. me. Because yeah, because you're seeing the same people all the yeah. time. Yeah. So, like, you obviously got different listeners for different episodes, or you might get some, you know, you've got some people who are listening every single week. But for me, it was almost like by the end of it, I could see the trend, and that's how I knew that it was a real, it is a real thing, that, yeah. yes, you hear about it, but I literally watched it week in, week out. Yes, it might have been different businesses, different families, but the message was exactly the same. Yeah. They wanted to be successful. They had loads of guilt towards being successful and they powered through it and they got a balance. Um, but getting a balance and keeping that balance are two very different things, which is why that's what I struggle with all the time is is, is keeping, keeping all the plates spinning at the same time as well as being able to still be able to enjoy the time you're not spinning. Now, how do you find it? Because that's something that I... Again, this is speaking from a, a very much this. This one's really interesting. When I like this topic because I do think it's something I don't know a lot about, but I've heard it so much and I love psychology. So I'm like very interested in how people think. One of the, my one of my old clients said to me that she found it very hard with social media. She was she ran a business and she found it very hard with social media when she would see other mums making like doing all these wonderful things with their kids and she was unable. She said she'd find that the you know that was really hard. Is that something that you found at all? I mean, I don't know with me. I don't, I don't really feel that way, but like it, it, she said that. And I remember saying like, why do you feel like that? And she was like, I can't really put it into words. I just know that like, I do see this. And I think, Oh, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And I think is, does that ever play in the, into my yeah. mind? But it's like everything, like when you think about it logically, no matter what you're doing, 99% of people are looking at what other people are doing and comparing themselves. So if you were saying, say, for example, social media, she does a post and she gets 500 likes. I do a post, I get 100 likes. Why is she doing that better than me? Yeah. Why am I not as good as her? Or someone's got a better car than you that you can't afford and that's what you want. Why are they? Why can they? Everything that we deal with it, it, socially nine times out of ten is looking at other people and feeling like we're not good enough because we're comparing ourselves to them and that literally is exactly the same thing with when you're looking at on instagram or facebook or whatever it might be and you've got mothers who are doing their version of what normal is and you're watching and thinking i feel like shit now because look how much better they are at being a mother than i am because I don't get out the bake, bake and train, start doing banana bread. And I don't do the paint by numbers because I can't stand the mess. Like everyone, everyone's version of normal is different. And I yeah. always say this and I, I'll always tell it to my kids, say it to my kids as well, because I think it's so damaging to be told that that is normal. What is normal? Every single person's definition of normal is different. My normal is completely different to your normal. And yeah. there's no right or wrong between the two. Unless you're doing something really disturbingly wrong, then normal is pretty <laughs> yeah. what you want. Um, and there's no right or wrong. So if one mum's version of normal is to be a stay-at-home mum, to go to all the baby groups, to do all the arts and crafts and, you know, do breastfeeding or whatever it might be, that's fine. My version of being a mum is not that. And yeah. that doesn't mean that I'm a bad mum or a good mum. It just means that that is me as a mother 
it's it's an interesting thing because we you know me and you know each we know each other very very well and you know like so like with my our, our setup here just just listen to you it's really interesting because Freddie my wife she's she is a full time stay at home mom and she is the woman with the baking tray and it's funny because she says it all the time she's like I don't know how people try to juggle that she always jokes like because she's like you it's a full time job she said you can't do that and have a career and she said it to me she said I, don't, I didn't she didn't want a career and she went that was the decision now she had we has like grows allotments and stuff and with that's her really she's just a farmer <laughs> that's her job um like it's just an unpaid job but fills our feeds our family but she says all the time we've been here and i we've had these conversations lots where because she's not going back to work that's another thing of mum guilt but we've had a lot of that a lot of hit back on that where people have gone one that she's not gone to the mum she, that she's not going back to work and two she's not she didn't want to be involved in the mum groups and because of that it's funny with the mum guilt she's had she's had mum guilt where she was like i want to you know go and work on the allotment but everyone's telling me my child should be at the baby groups and she said no i don't want to sit around with a load of mums talking about crap i don't really i'm not that interested i, I want to be building yeah. a shed or do you know what i mean it's an interest it's an interest it's very similar to yours really it's that scenario of going i don't want to be in that box i want to be doing this thing and yeah. um, and as long as you're happy in your box who yeah. gives crap which one you're in like but it's it, funny because there's, there's a lot of societal pressures and even not even if there isn't there definitely is but even if there isn't freddie's already said she said you still feel it even if it's yeah, you always feel it like i said to you that's why this episode started like i was feeling obviously with the kids being off on six weeks i've blinked mm. and the kids are back at school and i'm like i said to Kayo how how has it been like six weeks like i think i've done genuinely hand on heart i think we've had about six to seven days out in total like full days and i was sat feeling guilty about it and then i was like i said to you on that the other episode but i also need to remind myself that we've been to florida for three weeks we've been to australia for three weeks the boys have football Saturday and Sunday. Alba has dancing and acting on a Saturday. So Saturday and Sunday for us is pretty much a write-off. Once you've done the footy, had dinner, got ready for the next day, you can't really do do much anyway. Yeah. And I only work, I don't work a Friday. So I'd, that would be my day. I'd do things with them. But you're still full of guilt because no, whichever way is never enough. So I remember when the, the pivoting point for me when I decided to do the podcast was that one of my family members made a comment saying um well why do you work so much you don't have to work that much and I sat and I worked it out and when I was at Howden's employed as a kitchen designer I was doing 44 hours a week and earning let's say 30 grand a year yeah but if I work what would you say I work now nine yeah, it's tough because you can work. You're seasonal, isn't it? it? Works really hard, and but like, say on average, I do 12, 12, what, 12 times four, 30, 40, 48. Yeah, do 48, 50 hours a week, would you say? 50, 60 I say hours. you work about 50, 60 hours a week. Yeah, I do. I work 50, 60 hours a week now. Yeah, because it's a choice and it's not as somebody saying, Excuse Oh, yeah, me, why aren't you in at eight o'clock? Why are you leaving before six? Because I haven't got an employer telling me that's when I need to be in there suddenly was an issue with it. And I was like, I'm working 10 hours more. So say it was 10 hours more, I'm working 10 hours more a week, which is 40 hours a month, which is an extra week a month. However, 
look at the life I'm giving my kids, look at how happy I am, look at how more fulfilled we are as a family because I'm fulfilled, therefore the children are more fulfilled. Kayla's You're setting more- a great role, role as well. Like, you know, your children will see that that's a, like, I think that's really important is showing your kids that you don't have to go down ABC route. You can go wherever you, you know, want. You can do, and but the thing is that society, including close friends and family, will look at you and be like, we don't have to do that. And yeah. I'm like, type of attitude is that because someone else isn't telling me to do it that means i shouldn't be doing it but if it's for myself and to grow my own business it's It's mad i i I had that with that the dad guilt thing i had that you say about dad i had it when when my son was born being a self being on being an entrepreneur self-employed you know have my own business i completely get that because i was like a i remember like i said to when when it was because we have control of our diaries isn't it because you control the time you work when he was born i was like it was weird because I wanted, I took the week off work and I, and that was the wrong move. I took the week off work and I, and Freddie, we both, I took it off because everyone said, and I wasn't going to, I should have trusted my gut really. Cause I was like, I wasn't going to, I was like, I, the way I work is I work and live kind of connected. I like to, I like to work every single day. I don't like to work 12 hour days. I like to work like four or five hours a day, but I like to, but I don't like to ever be disconnected. If you message me at, 11 o'clock at night i'll answer my whatsapp i'm very like i like to live that way and so when he was born all of a sudden this overwhelming guilt came in of like i need to be right around my son all the time and because i can control my diary i was like i'm gonna take the week off and it was sucked because i remember freddie saying she said next time we have our next child she said you are not taking the week off work because there was a waste of time and and i struggled for a long maybe six or eight weeks where i was like oh i'm not i'm not present enough and she said she was like if you don't go to work, you don't make any money. And it's that scenario. She said, if you were employed, your employer would have forced you back and you wouldn't have thought anything of it. But because you're self-employed and that meant that other people don't work too hard, you need to enjoy it. You need to make sure. And I was like, but if I was going back to work, you would have just gone, okay, you come back to work. It was a very weird scenario. And I've had that as well with being self-employed where people go, you need to make sure you're around with your kids. I'm like, you do realize I don't start work till 11. I don't yeah. start work till 11 o'clock. I'm watching Peter Rabbit for three hours before we even come on here. Like, it's literally like people, but they don't get that. People don't get that. They see it as, oh, you work on the weekends. Yeah. Or you working on the weekends. You're choosing to work. Oh, my God. As if you're choosing to work. You're not, you're not just finishing when you want. Well, yeah, I can finish when I want on the days I want to. But if I yeah. run my life like that, there'd be absolute chaos everywhere. Like, yeah, some days I don't work a Thursday. You know, the other week I went, I had a facial, got my nails done and went to a spa till nine o'clock because I wanted to and I, and I needed a break on a Thursday. Like, wow. But I don't, you don't have to like sort of fill yourself full of guilt to feel as if you have to compensate for the time you're not there because the time you're not there is being built in, building their future and building your family. And there's always going to be right and wrongs and there's always going to be everyone's opinion on it. And, you know, we could sit here all day and do the pros and cons for either or, but really it's absolutely nobody else's business barring your own. And as long as you are happy, your children are happy, your partner's happy, nothing else matters. doesn't matter. So my family are very happy and yeah, I'm not going to BS about it. Sometimes Alba will be upset when I get in because it's too late and she has to go to bed and she wants to see me and she doesn't understand why, mommy, why I have to go to work all day. 
But then when Keo was working away, she'd stand at the door and cry her eyes out and say, why am I going to see daddy for, when am I going to see daddy again? Nobody would have said to Keo, you, you're so out of order going to work, yeah. so out of order. They'd have said, oh, then they did. Believe me, I'm talking about my own family, would say, bless him having to go work away. And I'm like... <laughs> You say he loves it though. He loves the cranes. He doesn't have to work away. He's choosing and really because I'd be like, why is it so different? I'm choosing yeah. to work. Keo has to go work away. No, no, Keo could work here locally, could do many things. He wants to do the big cranes because he likes the big cranes. Like, yeah. why do we have so much guilt and sorrow for him? Yet I'm being told that I should be at home more. Do you know what I mean? So it's just that's also an interesting one when you talk about that because that's a scenario is with working in entrepreneurial life. And I'm sure so many people who are watching this are business like well, will be business owners who have exactly the same, exactly the same. It's so interesting when you say about they're all the same kind of things. And it's interesting because there's there will be people as well with yours and Kira's relationship. I love in that scenario because you both do things you you both could do other things and have a much more traditional life, but you both do things that you love. And that I think sets a really great example to your kids. I love that. Like, you know, you say, I love it when you do your post going, he's off for another, for, he's off for a couple of weeks for his love affair with the cranes. And you go, it's hard. He has to go away, but it's that you don't stop each other. And, and yet there will be people out there going, Oh God, I can't believe he goes and leaves. Or, and that's what will happen. But it's funny because you said, if it's not, it's no one else's business other than what goes on. And I think that's the thing with the mum guilt a lot of the time and the mum guilt, dad guilt, the guilt in general. I think it's working guilt when you have yeah. children is that the guilt a lot of the time is put on because we are trying to hold ourselves to a standard that's just not really attainable. You're, 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 you're holding yourself to a rule book that's not even the rules you live your own life by. It's very weird. Very, like very weird. If I became a stay-at-home mum, my children would hate me. I'm telling you oh, now, yeah. they would hate me. Because I remember, and I did it, I've done it, like I didn't work, obviously when I was on maternity, I had nine months and then I, didn't, I think I had a year with Alba and I wasn't, yeah. And honestly, I hated it. I hated it. I hated, I hated not having it. I didn't hate being off work with the kids, but I hated knowing that there was nothing coming. You know, like it was like, I was going back to a job that I didn't like, so I didn't want to go back, hence why I then started doing the endurance. But during that period of, like, after elbows, about six months when, like, the newborn stage is over, I was like, should I just do this full time? And I remember Keo was working away, and he was like, well, you can if you want. Like, we could afford to do it. And I was like, it's not even about the money. It's about my mental health. Like, I know I would go insane doing this every day, day in, day but out. That's what's really funny because I say this, like we get hit with that with like Freddie being a stay-at-home mom. But the funny thing is when I actually put it down, we're like, she's not. She is a stay She We don't we don't send him to childcare. But really she had a very similar thing at like about, he was about maybe six months. And it was like, and he, she was like, I don't want, I want to, she's like, I want to, we got, we got an acre of land. Like literally we have a truck. We, we eat all. And she was like, I want to do that. She said, like, that's what I want to do. And the thing is, that's a job. And that's what she said. She said, I am a working mother. You know, he's down there and she's plowing the fields and stuff. Like she's full on. And then she comes home and makes food from it all and jams. And she, that's her thing. But it's not at the, but it's interesting because that was where that scenario, that was a guilt thing. She was like, am I down the allotment too much? I mean, he's over here all the time. But it was funny because it was, it came at a point where she said it was when she was sitting with the, all the other mums that she was like, I don't want to do this. 
this is a because what you end up you are and this is true with i think you are the five people you surround yourself with and it, and what she said she said i was surrounding myself with m women who were miserable moaning about their miserable lives she said that's what it was she said and i was like hmm I don't know. I don't know if this is what yeah, I want. Exactly. Like you've got a, as long as it's good for you, that's all that matters. Exactly. So as much as you feel mam guilt, and it's never going to go away, but it's like anything, any any comparison in life's never going to remove itself unless you're 100% completely and utterly. I don't know what the word would be to be someone who never looks or compares himself to anyone else because I just can't. No, it's impossible. It's just, it's a load of. BS if anyone says they are. It's because, catching it yeah. is the thing I have to find. I have to catch it when I'm doing it. That's the only thing I do. Like I have to yeah. I have to like it's really hard when it's to do with your kids, I think. Yes. So, like, yes. like when you're like you, you always look at someone else and think, oh, but then when it's to do with your kids, you think you are literally impacting them and you don't even know how it's gonna work out. So like cause there's no rule book, what am I am I what am I doing now? That's why I think it's right, but is it gonna be right in ten years' time? Are they gonna turn around and say, Mom, you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, didn't get in at eight o'clock at night. Yeah, by the way, they 100% will. And I can tell you that now from, no, and I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> it's true. Because it's, no, because I'll tell you what, we're seeing this, and this is something me and my, my mum were talking about this for this exact reason is what happens if my mum and dad, mum was staying at home, mum, dad was worked uh, in finance. And it's funny because now in our 30s, but my, my sister, there are things where you're like, when, when you did that, that actually wasn't very good. Like, there's lots of things. And, but the thing is, we are, we talk, and we talk about it a lot, me and my sister with my mum. And my mum laughs, and we do laugh about it. But the truth is, and, and the way we ended up, boy, we said, being a parent, where we see it with, with, is the idea is like, your job is to just try and screw up as little as possible. But the reality is, every day you're doing something that screws up. You could be, by well, being a stay at home mum, you give them all that, all parents, you're giving them all that exposure to love. You're also softening them. They're not very resilient when they go into the workplace. They struggle because they're not used to being sold no and to fight for it. You have the other side and it's really weird. There's no perfect way. And I think that was something that I found when we, when, when, when I was talking to my mom, my mom was like, I just tried to do the best I could. And even now there's still problems. And I think that the, the, the reality of it is when you, when you realize there isn't actually a right way. Every way is a wrong way. It's just how it's just got to be true to you because, and, and, and that's my mom said, you know, she was like, and, and they're also realizing that, that she said, I got to the point. My mom said it great with this, where she said, you're adults now, not really my problem, <laughs> you know? And it is like that. And she's like, it's not. And I like that. I was like, yeah, you're right. Like it's our job to unpack all of that. Re you've done all the Tony Robbins stuff. It's very similar to that. It's unpack it all, build it back how you want and then show your kids the life you want from the things you liked and didn't like from your childhood. And that is, that's all you can do. And I think the rest of it, as you say, comparison, you're always seeing part of a picture that's not real. I know how many people, you see so many things online where I'm like, that's not true. That's not right. That person's getting divorced. And it does. And the thing is, we just don't know. And that's the problem with social media. Is it, and, and they're not trying to pretend. That's the other thing I find with social People aren't pretending that their life is perfect. It's just the bit you see. Yeah. You know? it's just the bit you see and, and everything else in between, there's a lot of bullshit. Yeah. So just, uh, 
you just got to sort of take it as what it is, is the picture that's going on the internet for a, to get positive feedback from. No one's putting the shit stuff online. No, I love it. You probably have this. Someone says to me on a, someone said to me on an interview in the U S once literally a couple of weeks ago, said, Oh, Ash, I don't know how you're such a high performer. And I burst out laughing. I went high performer. I said, what makes you think that? So you're doing those content. I said, I can barely put my clothes in the right. I was like, I have no, I said, you're just seeing one thing and thinking that I'm like that with the rest of my life. I was like, I'm not like that at all. Like we're not like, so it's funny. People fill the gaps. So I'm like, okay, what part in words would you have for people when it comes to this? Um, Try not to focus on the guilt. Try and focus on whatever it is that your version of normal is building to be. And that's all that matters. As long as you can look at your family and know that they're all happy and the content 90% of the time because no one's perfect, then whatever you're doing is the right thing. Spot on. Nice one.